conspiracy pod right now, and we're actually thinking we just want your thoughts on blah floppy, blah blah floppy wiener, floppy, the floppy wiener conspiracy. Yeah, what like, is the floppiest the, wiener in the government right now? <laughs> Who? Yeah, I, I I think it's I, I think it's AOC personally. <laughs> she does got deserve a, a, yeah. got a big old floppy one. She was in the Twitter news today because she was trying to be outed by someone that she had some sort of burner account that she was doing a lot of hateful like tweets from and you know but i mean good for her i don't you know i'm i'm never opposed to anybody trolling anyone else so well, that's just me but that's i mean if you're trolls be if, trolling and trolls be trolling dude if uh there's a lot of shit going on right now modern day you know this is about five mm-hmm. weeks out but you know if you're listening you know trump is getting extradited tomorrow it's a it's a crazy time there's conspiracy theories going on about that i'm sure there'll be more in the weeks to come we might have to pop in and and do some of that but for today we are here with the theory of conspiracy with rolando and michael and uh, we're going to be talking about films movies about conspiracy theories that ended up maybe even being like real and so it's like kind of like those uh, MK Ultra. Oh, of course we didn't do that. We didn't do that. We didn't do that. And then you, you find out it's declassified later that they in fact did do that. So I have some of these films that you know at the time when you're seeing them, you might not think that they're totally valid or you know oh that's a very far good ideas. Type. Yeah. Are there are there some that inspired what you're gonna? that the movies let's say it was a james bond villain that was like i'm gonna block out the sun and then someone had a plot that was hey we're gonna block out the sun like this guy did is that what you're so there there are there are some that they the jury's still out on some of these conspiracies there are some that yeah no that's that's that that actually happened like okay the conspiracy theory movie happened you find out that oh that in fact really happened you know after the fact um there's some that just have still active, you know, conspiracy theories that are ongoing right now that haven't been proved or disproved. Or well, a conspiracy theory just has to be more than like one person working together and you listen to some crazy stuff. So yeah, I, I can right. totally see two people watching the movie and being like, "Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Let's do that to the country." I'm just gonna start off with uh, the one that kind of encapsulates our show: conspiracy theory. With Ooh, Mel, Julia Roberts, Gibson. and uh, Mel Mel Gibson. You've seen that one, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. It has a it's like a fun nineties movie. Yeah, I love you, baby. Frankie Valli. Yep. yep. Oh, the, the Lauren Hill version. Yeah. So if you know the Lauren Hill, you're just too good to be true. Can't yep. take my eyes off of that. Was a conspiracy. You theory. have a voice I of an angel. I love you, baby. You have a voice of an angel, by the way. <laughs> appreciate oh. it i just appreciate you serenading me right now oh uh, i was just inspired by the conspiracy theory and i guess inspired by something i got to do again after not being able to do it for a while but hey so mel gibson right um he uses a newsletter he's on a printing mm-hmm. press uh to 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 send out uh to his mailing list all of his conspiracies and uh the movie opens up he's a cabbie he's like telling all the people that listen to him that get into his cab like all these different conspiracies about the JFK shooting, MK Ultra. I mean, there's a plethora of these that, you know, we go, we get into with him. And basically what it is, is that Julia Roberts uh, is like kind of trying to get to the bottom of it and, um, and figure out, you know, they're, they're trying to make this guy a patsy and think he's crazy and, and all that stuff. And, and um, it ends up 
you know, spoiler alert, guys, this movie's been out for a long time, that, you know, he was part of a CIA program and, and that he was, you know, brainwashed and, and he did have some insight to some of these, you know, things that these goings ons. But the one that was really that got him in trouble, right? Because they're just like, oh, let him talk about it. Let him talk about it. Let him send out his newsletter. He's not hurting anybody. Was um, he made the, the connection that there was a weather control um, system in place that was weaponized. And it was used for an assassination for like a South American leader. So that's why the government is going after Mel Gibson. And that's why, you know, Julia Roberts, you know, she's, she's, she's one of the people that, you know, kind of met with him and, and like is trying to like be a, a helpful person in his life. And she doesn't know if he's crazy or if there's something to it. But as the movie goes on, that unfolds, right? And they and they they create and bond. I had to rewatch that one. It, yeah, the weather machines and all that. I I think wasn't Professor X the villain in that? Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was Patrick uh, Stewart. Patrick Paul Stewart. Patrick Stewart coming at you. He, he was like the the deep throat the, the guy. CIA. The, yeah, well, like, he was he he trying to work he with was, him at first. At deep, maybe he was like, "Hey, I'm your friend," but then he's like, "We're the CIA. We always have a name." A lot of. Lot of a lot of gaslighting, right? You know, hey, you're, you're, you know, he would tell the, he would tell the, you know, the, the doctors that, oh, he was one of my patients. He's the antagonist. He's the antagonist. Yeah, he's, you know, it was one of the few roles the, that he played the bad guy, which was really good. So the one that really stuck out to me in this one was the controlling of the weather, right? And um, and that the like Marjorie Taylor Green always comes out, used to come out and say that you know. Uh, a certain group of people control the weather and and whatnot and and uh, so um, yeah I don't I don't know about that one uh, but about controlling uh, the weather yeah let's let's hear about controlling the weather do you know anything about controlling, controlling the, weather? the weather yeah so I know that there was there's this one event that I could go to it happened maybe in like the 40s to 20s era where I forgot what country it was but basically they didn't want it to rain over the festivities and there was a bunch of clouds gathering so they actually flew over it they dumped some cement type things in there dispersed the clouds and poof happy olympics of whatever country this was so as far back as that time they did have a way to control the weather but as far as weaponizing it i think we should be at that point at now where i think they could probably weaponize it if i can get a drone of kites with keys on them and just chase people I weaponized the weather. I said that was some Benjamin Franklin shit, man. And he was a Freemason. So, I mean, I, I don't think <laughs> that, uh, so, that just I, might, he obviously I'm, has, just, I'm just riffing it as far as weaponizing the weather. But I, I believe it's going to be can. a riff episode. It's going to be a riff episode. So what was the, okay, so you're saying that the movie inspired the weapon. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know if conspiracy, because that's only going back as far as the, uh, the nineties well, conspiracy theory, but like weaponizing weather. Yeah. I think that's been a sort of a, a theory in the, you know, like how powerful would that be? You know, if we're, if oh, of we're, course. If we're like the, another X-Men, if we're like storm and we can control sure. the weather, weather goddess stuff, but there've been pro there's a harp, right? Have you ever heard of the harp thing? Which I have not. An episode. It's like high altitude, Blah, 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 radio something. I don't know. Uh, what does harp stand for? But it's basically a thing that conspiracy theorists talk. It's like antennas, these giant antennas that are in Alaska that they believe can control weather and make dimensional vortexes to other dimensions or something. But who knows what they believe? But there's uh, 
what is it called? The High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. I'm sure you've heard of HARP. Uh, I, you know, I haven't, uh, but That's you know, big. it's a, it's a good acronym. God give them points on right. the name for sure. But because of that great name, that's a that's a project that a lot of conspiracy theorists cling to when they claim that there's weaponizing weather. And I actually saw a video, and I would say it's on the debunk side. Is it was this uh, video? You know how people. I always tell my 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 girl when she sees things on the internet to just not not believe it. You know, like it can be. You don't know the context of anything, which completely changes. What it is and just because there's captions on there doesn't make it like become this thing it's like it doesn't become that so you have to be careful with that but this was just some some water that was uh raising rapidly on twitter like a little video mm-hmm. and and they were saying this is a high the heart high frequency active auroral impacting the river and, and it's like oh maybe but it could also just be like the end of a waterfall and it just because we don't know because you have no context because you only have yeah there was no there was no wide shot you know there was, there was no wide uh, yeah i need two angles give me give me two people well i really i really, I really want you to prove this shit i want to yeah. i want to prove this shit right right you know you know but uh yeah so it's with with this uh so to, to, to bring it back i mean it was a catch-all for all of these conspiracy theories that were really talking about now and it was actually a, a, a good interlude before the internet to get some you know, I went and saw this in the theaters because I was in the conspiracy, a JFK at the time. I was in, it was into all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went and saw this and uh, wrote them down as they as they came along, and then did some as research. He, and as he mentioned them, as Mel Gibson, like as he was mumbling, like, yeah, I'm like MK Ultra. Yeah. Got to look up that one. Okay, imagine getting in that taxi cab. I know no right? he has a newsletter. That's how he. That's how he'd get his followers. They'd be locked in the car with him as I, he. Yeah, places. what are you gonna do except for listen? You know, what like, I'm I'll subscribe. It's free uh, or is it? couple right. cents that's right yeah. that's right you know that's free man there's sports yeah. newsletters you could subscribe to dude dude i always i always promote while i'm, while I'm in the car driving a taxi you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yeah so that we could tie that to harp right so the, the harp conspiracy so this does tie to things that are allegedly out there that are still t- talked about uh chemtrails i don't know if that's yeah, much i was gonna i was gonna bring up chemtrails too yep they 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 do mention chemtrails and and so what what ends up happening is that uh they it gets back into that cia thing that we've talked about where you know there there very well might be different organizations within the organization right, right so right. um so what ends up happening is that the the good cia guys come in and save mel gibson and and julia roberts from you know professor x Do they have any good point. actors playing that side the good side. Uh, not, not, not totally memorable. Um, uh, but then again, I haven't, you know, I, I wasn't really paying attention too much to it, but yeah. that was one that really kind of stuck out in my head. And, um, and I think it's a, it's a good example of mainstream media, um, you know, bringing these, these, these conspiracy theories up now it's, you would never kind of see it cause everyone is just like so tired of you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah squash it down a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a fun movie. About it was it. a it was a fun movie. So as at, you guys, at the end of it, Mel Gibson was kind of crazy, but he was kind of telling the truth, and then he still kind of gets with the girl, and it's like, and you're like, Julia, you kind of yeah, no, yeah. I remember how it ended. It ended with Lauren Hill. She's riding on her horse, it's like, girl, do you want to get this? Ha-? I know he's crazy, only halfway crazy, but but I mean, he was girl. crazy like a fox. He left the little yeah. pin on her little horse uh, a saddle I mean, to let him know that he was alive still. That's he's crazy. crazy. Oh yeah, he was living with the he was yeah. living with the, 
undercover agents. So I remember that part of it. Yeah. yeah. The, he was such a wealth of knowledge. He couldn't, they couldn't let him go, but they weren't going to. They you know. were all creeps. So the, yeah. the good CIA, the good CIA agents were like, they're creeping Mel Gibson on uh, Julie Roberts. Right. It's kind of so, like, yeah, they go here. This is, they drove him past. They made it all happy. Like they drove him past and we're like, yeah, Oh yeah, this is, she's, yeah, she's, she's really I happy. She's on her horse. Um, we're going to drive you past just to make sure. Um, and then what they did when they cut to the, after she saw the pin and smiled, um, cameras cut. And the CIA goes, if you tell anybody, any of this ever again, we're going to shoot her right in the fucking face. <laughs> that's exactly. and, then, and that's when he starts singing, yo, just do good. And then, <laughs> that and then was he alternate. That was that's the alternate. <laughs> no, that's how it ends. That's seriously how it ends. He starts right. singing the song and then they all start singing the song. And then Lauren Hill comes on. You're like, oh, it's a remix. It's awesome. But then it's basically, they just said, <laughs> Again, we'll shoot in the face. We'll no, that was, yeah, they didn't. They didn't say that was in the director's cut. That was that wasn't in the the theatrical. Really. Oh, it's implied at the CIA. Yeah, no, I, I mean, if I I got that context from it, so so wag the so wag the dog. All right. Um, the reason why I picked this one is because a lot of similarities with uh, conspiracies that I'm not going to say are true right now, but conspiracies that are out there right now that uh, the. Uh, Ukraine Russian war is just a front to kind yeah, of it's a, it's distraction. A, a distraction, like political theater, stuff like that. And that's exactly what Wag the Dog is about, right? So basically, what happens is the CIA and the president of the United States um, go to Dustin Hoffman, and Robert De Niro is like the 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 spy, like the spook, right? And he goes and he works along Dustin Hoffman, who's like a famous director. And they basically manufacture and film key elements of a war so that they can feed it to the people to basically rebel rouse and, and get, you know, bet, you know, we stand with America and, we yeah, I mean, and I think to win reelection. And I, I think just to unify the people, how con- conflicts can be manufactured and we can, and the media can be manipulated into creating a false reality, which is very much what we're connected to today. Like not even in the war front, but just social media in general, like so many, pictures aren't quite what they seem to be you know just it could even be someone Ooh, i'm enjoying a good time in a swimming swimming pool except you're not you're doing a just just weird things that people try to dress up and sort of deceive people in their own way but it's uh it's manufactured and with war efforts yeah with uh has been connected to the to the ukraine russia conflict about events that may not have been what they've been um that they've, they've been presented and the news as where they're sure. Just- so I think, I think what they did here was, was really genius in the sense that, you know, we hear stories that come out from Vietnam now that are becoming declassified, right? Or we see movies or we, we hear stories and there are war heroes, right? And uh, they, they basically, Oh, uh, this is how it went down. He said, you know, he saved this many people, this blah, blah, blah. And then it comes, you come to find that that's not how the story went, right? Where it was maybe a, a mix up and uh, it was friendly fire. And, you know, they, to cover that up, they make a war story out of it so that they, you know, the atrocity of war in general is, is so much to begin with, but you, you add uh, negligence by your government into that. And it really becomes like a, a slippery slope and you want people yeah. to support the, the, the war drum, if you will. But at the same time, you got to, you got to keep that machine well oiled and, and have, you know, 
glorious stories coming out of it. So that that's what well, this movie there's, kind of did. Yeah, there's been friendly fire between countries that have sure. been used to, to help kickstart wars. So yeah, it's definitely uh definitely something that, that we can point to there. But I digress. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, no, no digression at all, my friend. That's exactly what they're talking about. So a brief synopsis of it, uh Dustin Hoffman gets uh contacted by Robert De Niro to create a thing. Uh, they get involved with like a bunch of creatives. Um, you know, they need a war hero. Um, Woody Harrelson, you know, his dad shot JFK, um, you know, just from a previous episode, if you haven't been listening, um, that's, that's not proven, but that's a theory. Um, but uh, I don't remember that. So they get him to be the play, the war hero. Character. Yeah. So Woody Harrelson plays the war, the war hero character, but he is, um, and it's because of his name and because of his location or, you know, whatever the fa- case may be, what they, what they come to find is that they make this war hero um, out of like somebody who's deranged, right? Like he's like going around and he, he attacks like a farmer's daughter, the farmer shoots him. Um, so then they make him, they make the story, you know, so he's uh, he, he was a war hero, but he was killed in the line of duty. Right. And so from that, it, it really kind of, rebel rouses and gets everybody you know behind the war effort and you know like we've all been you know what i mean at one point mm-hmm. or another i don't know if you remember desert storm when we were in first grade just to age ourselves but you know i remember pins and patriotic you know pins and t-shirts and everybody was wearing that shit so yeah. and it's it's never as as black and white as good guy bad guy and someone some country or some group was acting with just maliciousness in their heart usually they're the good guy in their own story and just however you know history you know whoever gets to frame that yeah and i mean i i and you know god bless the troops and all that like all all these people that are are fighting for our country like you know i'm i'm one that supports them um that being said i don't want to see frivolous you know battles uh and lose loss of men uh over some real just you know fake shit you know what i mean so that that's really uh, where I stand with it. That movie is a perfect example of maybe not to the degree that they did it in the movie. Of course, it was a movie. They were over the top. They created a whole war out of nothing. But the idea of looking at the different perspectives and realize that it is a tool for these politicians to run on and to get reelected. And so what are your thoughts on that? Have you, do you think that, you know, there are, uh, do you think that uh, Ukraine and Russia is a fake front like some of these people say it is, do you think that maybe it isn't, but like maybe some of the things get exaggerated? Like what, to what oh, degree yeah, do you sure. think, what, do, to what degree, I guess, is, is your yeah. opinion? And I'll give you mine too, but yeah. w- to what degree is, is this film accurate? You would feel accurate. Well, I definitely feel it's a real conflict, but I, I think it's portrayed differently because of who the country's siding with. And, and even there's been events that have come out from that, that have been like staged incidents or, you know, there was a incident with with some uh, Ukraine event where there was a bunch of dead bodies, except they weren't dead. They were just posing there and like one of the bodies moved and some like just things like that. Those incidents where they're just, you know, trying to garner sympathy. And that's kind of the way that one would fight, you would think, like just like in a old war country setting where you would have people shooting you know, not deciding to stand in formation and just shoot the next soldier. They'd be like, no, we're going to hide in bushes and trees and, and we're going to shoot the generals. And they're like, you're not supposed to shoot the generals because that's not respectful in war. And I was like, well, it's war. So with social media, why wouldn't you weaponize it, right? Like, why wouldn't you try to 
to perception is reality, the people to your cause. So that's just something that all sides are doing. And I know they're doing it because you should be doing it because why wouldn't you do it to, you know, it's a weapon. Right. No, I mean, and that's, 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 is it right? No, they're, they're dicks for it, but you know, and I think that's why you got, you got to be smarter than the average bear when you see things where you have to look for people, the dead bodies that move, you know, you got to look at how, how is this piece of information trying to manipulate me? What are, what is, what do they get from this? What do they want from this? So. Sure. I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go into the, the, the extent that like maybe stuff is even staged. I would just say that the way that it's used to it, that theme in the film, the way that it's war is used as a political tool isn't really even a conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's right. just, I, yeah, it was a, it, right. It's, it's like, that's what we've shown since that time, right. Where it, we can kind of joke about it, but now we just see like, that's, that is kind of real. That's not really even like a, like a parody. That's not even comedy. That just sort of, yeah. Just the way that it goes. Yeah. You just see, you just see the different perspectives and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that any of these, you know, like Putin is a piece of shit. He's very, he's, he's definitely a piece of shit. He doesn't have the America's best interest in mind. Like, it's not like I'm saying this as like someone that is anti-American. I'm saying this as like, we know what's up. Like you, you both have your side. You both have your spin. You both, both weaponize it. Because and you're both, you weaponize it. You kind of have to, because if you don't, then people yeah, then, only see, they believe what they see. So that if they see the other one and you don't censor the information and create what you want them to see, then you're right. losing the minds of the masses, man. We want the masses here over at the theory of conspiracy. So we want, that's, that's a theory. I think we can all, you know, we can all, we can all get, we can all. Yeah. That, that's conspiracy. what's happening is that we're all trying to, right. am, am I, am I conspiracy theorying like a family vacation? If I'm like, Hey, we're going <laughs> to do mock summer photos next to the, Cool, but don't you dare go in there and then like you know the photo shoot wraps up and you're like all right kids we're leaving now it's like wait what like that yeah. happens in like the kardashian families they just they stage these yeah, the perceptions are people's reality exactly yeah, yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that nothing is happening it means that what you're seeing is manufactured we're gonna go back to jfk okay so the movie the Kevin yeah Hoff- jfk the movie now we we've already i'm not gonna get too much into this but yeah jfk is an actual conspiracy theory that still exists and a lot of people i would say the majority of people do not believe that oswald was the primary alone shooter in the assassination of john f kennedy i would bet i don't know the facts i'm talking strictly out of my ass but i would a safe bet for me would say that most people don't believe he acted alone and i think that movie did a good job of probably stealing the hearts and minds of of men and women of because it, it's an Academy Award-winning movie, right? I have to assume yeah. like that was very successful. So I, I think people still remember back into the left, back into the left, where that's almost like a, a tagline that's been ingrained in people when they think of JFK was, you know, it was, it was a true conspiracy theory. It wasn't quite what they told us because if Oswald was back there, how did his head, his head go back into the left? And right. yeah, Kevin Costner saying that in that scene. It's yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Kevin, Kevin Costner's, you know, whispering sweet nothings into our mother's ears via the, you know, the, the silver screen. They're just going to start believing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Back into the left, back into the left, back into the left. Yeah. And that's all, you know, and then we got a, a generation of the people of, who are like, we're brought up on it. Yep. So, right. so good yeah, job, good, Oliver. Good job. Good job. Good job, Oliver Stone. This one you're gonna love, and this one I think we should just kind of lean into a little bit. And uh-huh. um, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a couple keywords, and I want you to guess: sunglasses, 
uh, WWF before WWE uh, and Carpentry. Can you can you guess it? Billboards, billboards. Um, they live. Oh, Rowdy Piper. Okay, I didn't want to. If I said Rowdy, if I said Rowdy Rowdy Piper, you would have got it right away. I wanted to make it a little difficult Mm -hmm. for you. So they live with Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Okay, great movie. Great movie, John Carpenter. Yep. Um. So you can, I mean, if you think about it, that that's that's a conspiracy theory. But did something come out of that movie that is still kind of like they talked about it? I guess the subliminal, right? The subliminal advertising. They did have drones in that movie when you put put on the sunglasses. So the shape-shifting, the shape-shifting reptilian lizards. They look like skeletons and they live. But if you think about it, like all of that shit were like, oh, the Bushes Mm -hmm. and the Clintons and the... You know, the are are all rep- yeah the, the the blue bloods of England are all reptilian shapeshifters. Mm-hmm. That's, there that's has kind of lot, the, yeah. Of it's, they it's, live. A, it's an idea that hasn't really gone away, and it's been sort of more uh, now that we think we're being visited. Right? They think mm-hmm. they may not just be in the skies. What if they're among us? What if they're wearing our skin? And we like who knows it's uh but it was an interesting idea especially through the lens of rowdy freaking rowdy piper who's gonna who came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and he's all out of bubble gum that is one of the best lines in the film what was the other one where he's like you ugly bitch when he <laughs> he's talking to the lady he puts on the he puts on the glasses like oh you're one ugly bitch and he's talking about the lady <laughs> he's like oh my goodness and but you, you can see that she's like uh a, a, you know uh, an alien face after after he puts on the sunglasses. So for those who those who don't see it, I'm I'm not going to ruin this movie because you should all just go out and watch it. It was 1988. John Carpenter's They Live. Uh, it's uh, a bunch of uh, working class people uh, trying to get by in a major metropolitan area. Yeah, the economy's um, bad. And the economy's bad, but there's a little bit of like homeless tents, and then. But there's also people living in skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of uh, the more I describe it, the more it's kind of reminded me of uh, kind of a modern day you yeah, know, yeah. situation that we got going on here, where the haves are getting more, yeah, the and t- the have-nots are getting less. Mm-hmm. Ten cities, the, the elite parties that they would have in the movie, mm-hmm. and the the people who are trying to get their guns together, and probably the the aliens who are trying to take the guns and right, and that's what people kind of believe mm-hmm. now. So. So yeah. you, they had sunglasses. My my whole thing with this movie was it was a, it's an amazing movie. Why would the aliens make the sunglasses so that the humans can see who's an alien or not? You know what I mean? Like I just never. Why would they put something out there that would allow people to see what is actually happening? So you put on the sunglasses and all the well, billboards, all the advertising, yeah. all the TV commercials are now these alien actors. Maybe it wasn't made by them, but maybe it was made by someone who, because they did work with some humans that were sort of propping up these systems and it could have been doing it for a long time. So they could have reverse engineered these, this technology. It could be a rogue, like a rogue one Star Wars, like scientist guy who's, uh, we never quite got the They Live sequel. I would have loved to have a whole cinematic universe of They Live because John Carpenter movies are great. Like he has so many that are just like I want twenty more of them, but that one is definitely uh. Did John Carpenter do the thing? 
Yes. They just One remade it, dude. They just remade oh, yeah, it. It wasn't that good, but the the they live from the eighties still stands up to this day. Yeah. No, One it's of the great. greatest sci-fi movies, horror movies, Antarctica movie or whatever it is, Antarctica ice movies, snow movies. Yeah. Classic. And the more recent one does not stand up already. It's already dated where the CGI isn't as quite as great as what they built for that movie. Sure, sure. But but yeah, they live. It does have Yeah. Um they also had cool little portals and they were traveling to their star system. There was a lot that was hinted at in They Live, but it was yeah, dude. So yeah, I didn't even get into that. I, I didn't even know if you how deep you wanted to go into this movie, but I, let's fuck it. Let's just get into They Live, okay? They had Stargates in They Live. They had uh, subliminal television programming in They Live, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we're talking about today. Uh, they had I, the, in a very. They were in positions of power where they were already influencing the media. They were they were hosts. They were journalists. They were politicians and they were infiltrating it because there was still that human element and who knew how much of it was controlled versus they're still infiltrating but it was deep it was a pretty deep movie yeah yeah and and yeah the whole the human alien and there were some that you know yeah there was you know it was a bunch of secret handshake shit there was there was a bunch of stuff in that movie that was really really cool and uh i mean i i just remember growing up watching it and just man it was freaking awesome and it was one of the best fights in the world too between yeah, him and his, like him and his friend it wasn't even against an alien it was just like two buddies are like no fuck you no fuck you they're fighting for 15 for, minutes put on these sunglasses like hell no and like i'm not gonna put on your sunglasses suplex you in this parking lot put on these sunglasses and they do and it's yeah. like an awesome fight yeah and over putting over sunglasses it, it's yeah it was just such a really out there cool mm-hmm. movie and it has so many conspiracies in it. So I thought it was I thought it was fun. This is going to be the last one because we're kind of running a little short on time. But we should maybe do a part two of this because this was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I would say the um, Manchurian Candidate. You ever seen that one? Either with Frank Sinatra seen, or Denzel Washington. One, I've one of the seen two. Bits of both. I, have, I don't remember seeing either one completely through. I know what it's about. Frank Sinatra, yeah, Denzel, brainwashed, like assassin type. But. Yeah, yeah. It's just like an a, a MK. Yeah. So basically, um, they have a handler. The handler happens to be his mother. Uh, in in the thing, you know, it's he's a, he's next military guy. Uh, and he goes into these deep trances and he's trying to figure out why he's getting these headaches and why, you know, he's remembering or seeing things in his dreams that, uh, don't make sense, right. That, that he doesn't remember actually, you know, doing in his day-to-day life. Well, you come to find that, uh, he was basically brainwashed by the government, uh, to assassinate a presidential, uh, candidate. Right. And so that was the Manchurian candidate. And there was a secret word that, you know, um, that if, if it was told to him, then he would just go into a trance and then go kill the president. Um, so that's really, well, unless, you know, if I'm sure there's some theories with JFK, but we haven't really gone down that deep in that rabbit hole. Uh, you know, just topical. Check out our JFK episode if you want to hear about all those. But um, it kind of reminded me of MK Ultra a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, we have this like secret assassin group, um, mind control uh, you know, sleeper yeah. cell, you know, torture, type of situation, torture, brainwash, uh, right. secret code words, at, LSD, right. trans like right. state, uh, able to easy to control and that you can have, uh, 
a patsy who doesn't remember doing it or, you know, someone that, that can there was a deal. And get back into it. Again, right. That was, that, yeah. That, so, so that was a thing. So like they would take the shot and then, and then they would mm-hmm. come out of it and be like, I don't remember any of that, but everyone mm-hmm. witnessed them do it. That was the, that was the reasoning behind why they wanted to make this like real active mm-hmm. shooter patsy. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that theory is connected with JFK, but it's very prevalent with his brother, Bobby, who got assassinated that they say that the guy who did it was, was like a brainwashed sort of assassin and, and that like that could be an episode too because that was a weird like how that sort of went down but yeah ruby uh, oswald that they may have been mind controlled or something uh the the guy who did the bobby kennedy i think the uh martin luther king one martin luther king assassin that they but yes this idea mk ultra uh the manson family right there's some connections with that sure that he sure. may have been a trained by the government and that he created these sort of, you know, he was kind of not just, this is where the, I guess, super soldier be, creates like an army of little like, like sleeper cells or whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. So, so I actually just got done watching, rewatching uh mind hunter. I don't know if you've ever seen that on Netflix. That was a pretty decent show if you haven't seen it. Um, but it's about the profilers of the FBI. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they talked to Charles Manson and, and, and they basically said that he was uh, there was a combination where he he was with someone that was kind of like put in the place by the government and he looked at himself as like the Messiah, like the religious leader. So he took the playbook from that guy and then what he learned from the CIA, supposedly, that's this is a Charles, Charles Manson conspiracy mm-hmm. and the, combining both of those, that's how he did his thing, like basically what you're saying. But there was someone before him that the CIA had put in a place to like control religious zealots, you know, as well. So that was interesting. And then he kind of yeah. touch upon that in, in that as well. Can you think of any movies real quick off the top of your head that maybe had a conspiracy theory that, uh, really I know you mentioned that train one. I didn't see it, but it has to do with the, like the train disaster that just happened in East Palestine, Ohio. Yes. Netflix, yes. Not, I'm like, Netflix sucks. I ain't wasting my time. Getting yes. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. apparently the the train company and uh, Netflix are owned by the same parent company as well, so that's what really gets the conspiracies going. Wasn't it filmed in the same town? It was filmed in the same. A lot town. of the people who were yes. affected were the people who were like extras and all of that. And yeah, like... yep, white noise it was called, and it was filmed. Uh, mm. Not about ghosts, right? Not about not with Kevin no, Bacon. N- not with Kevin Bacon. That was Kevin Costner, homie. Kevin Costner. Let's see. White Noise. Might have been Michael Keaton. Maybe. White Noise. I think it was Kevin Costner. It was about his dead wife and trying to communicate with her. That's uh, like a lot of movies called White Noise then. Yeah. Movie. All right. So White Noise, the one that we're talking about, was uh, was filmed entirely in Northeast Ohio. Michael um, Keaton, homie, 2005. But anyway, we're talking about the 2022 version. So, yeah. Okay. So, East, yeah, East Palatine. And actually, some of the residents that are dealing with the train derailment were actually extras in that film about the train derailment and um, the chemical spill and the cloud and it raining and everything getting destroyed and the river and it's about consumerism. And uh, yeah, so it was uh, pretty crazy that most of the people in East Palestine were extras in the movie.
that basically mirrored their life. Small world. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's basically a, a, a remake off uh, an author, Don DeLeo. Don DeLeo, I apologize. 1985 novel, uh, 1985 novel um, of the same name, White Noise. And uh, it won the National Book Award for Fiction that year in 1985. So if you want to get really crazy with the red string, 1985 is a book about, you know, control and, 1984. Oh, shit. So there's one year difference, but I fucked know. up. I fucked up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's um, all good. I, so was trying to be, I was trying to be real clever there, and thanks for putting me back in my place. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, connected to the Maturian candidate, real quick Winter yeah. Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier is definitely a, where he's a Russian sleeper agent, basically, who they give him a word and have a metal arm, and he's Captain America's best friend. Oh, I remember one more, but I don't. I didn't watch the full movie. But Enemy of the State, Will Smith. But that movie with Gene Hackman and Enemy of the State that was that was pretty pretty cool, and it was just uh, basically about how they basically watch us on our cell phones. Yeah, it was the uh, the whole like Patriot Act in play. Mm-hmm. Oh, it also, I guess, connecting to that other one, uh, really quick. I keep sort of uh, yeah, so bounce back and forth. We got we got with time. the with the. They it happened in the movie, then it happened with the same people who kind of were filming for it. A nine eleven, right? Going to Golden Oldie um, on the the morning of nine eleven, they were actually conducting a drill where the a very similar thing was supposed to be happening in this drill. So that when they were actually going through it, they were like, "This is the drill, right?" And then it just sort of happened. So there was some. Oh, dude, how fucked up is that? Yeah. That's, so. That's which kind of is like this guy where it's, you said the same, the act, the, uh, not people, they were just townsfolks who were, you know, Hey, I'm pretending that my, there was a big train disaster that happened outside on this train here and it affected my house. And it's like, Oh man, it was now this train thing happened and it's affecting my house and they just blew it up and it smells. And I think the water's dirty and I don't want to be here. Right. Right. No, dude, it's, it's all messed up, dude. And like the, the, the and this could be coincidence, but like a lot of conspiracy theorists are, are going to the fact that the train company and the Netflix are owned by the same parent company. So, and that's, you know, at this point, the whole country and the world is owned by like Mm -hmm. 15 corporations. So So the chances. So we talk about controlled train demolitions. Cause that reminds me of another movie where that happened. with a Mr. Black. Can you guess this one with, okay, fair enough. I've I've been putting it through glass was, Making the trains crash. Because oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, You gave me Mr. Glass. I got it. Um, uh-huh. Unbreakable. Yeah. So what's yeah. the conspiracy with that one? Well, yeah, I just remember he was he basically playing a supervillain, but he was making the trains crash on purpose. So he was doing it just to find the Mr. Unbreakable. But I do like uh, that universe. That's what, the, that's what the conspiracy is, is must be hinting at, is that the Netflix companies are trying to make the trains crash because... They want to find the next Unbreakable yeah. Bruce Willis? I mean, Bruce Willis is sick right now, so they need to find the next one. Well, I think, okay, so we're so going back to the weaponizing weather and weaponizing train disasters, I mean, I'm sure there's segments of this population, right? We're so divisive, Republican, Democrats, who could believe that if there's, say, a tornado that happened in a red state, that who knows if that was God, if that was the CIA that controls the weather machines, or if there was a train crash that happened in this state or that state, that it was, you know, like, 
I think that's the you know that's the scary danger is people will now start seeing it's not just the god out there it's the it's the Illuminati it's the man or whatever like you know that's yeah it's whoever whoever they don't like mm-hmm. at the moment or whoever the bad guy is and I think that's why it's sometimes good to have an entertaining movie behind it because yeah. if you don't see a movie where there's a a Russian guy with an arm who can you know rip your neck out and all that and kill your parents then you might actually believe that's happening and you know be scared of that we're very sure this was a very entertaining captain america movie that i so okay so so this is getting back to my point where like i think conspiracy theories are in fact conspiracy theories themselves right where it's just like where it's like oh yeah so uh why why do you think why do you think that uh winter soldier is is a prevalent character and you know because it's like oh that that's bullshit that 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 could never happen that sounds like winter soldier bro it's like yeah, yeah that's what it sounds like doesn't it bro it's I mean, on the book he's like that's what the yeah, deal is for your life homes yeah it's like <laughs> no dude they put out the comic books to cover their tracks man because we do have metal arm people dude, i i say that we the next 15 minutes we just go down our uh into our deepest depths of ourselves and become stoner conspiracy conspiracy <laughs> and try to one-up each other how, how do you feel about that I guess, yeah. Yeah, I'm, let's go. I'm kind of already there. <laughs> it's do, you know, do you know that Gumby is actual a psyop where like Pokey and Gumby actually represent like the the both political parties and like Gumby's like a Democrat, but like Pokey's like the Republican and the blockheads are the masses, man. And that's that's really, you know, where where all this comes from is is we've been indoctrinated from Gumby into just uh following the two party system, man. As far as it goes with uh, some of these theories, you guys got to get a little bit more media literate and just understand that not everything. I need give me two angles, right? Like give me give me three angles. Yeah, give me Kevin Costner selling it to me. If Kevin Costner tells me it's true, I'm obviously back into the left. Yeah, back into the left. You know, yeah. I need someone I can trust. I need someone I can trust. No, not Academy Award. They don't even mean much anymore. Yeah. I mean, I would still like one, but you know, whatever. Anyway, well, I guess that's been it. You know, follow us on Instagram, follow the show. Um, we, we enjoy it. Um, so help us enjoy it more by uh, selling you advertisements down the road here. So love you guys. We'll talk to you later. This has been the Theory of Conspiracy. Rolando, anything else for him? No, uh, just follow me on the social medias, Ro, Lando. Listen to some music, some opinions, things like that, some performances, but... Yeah, we'll talk. We'll keep keeping it weird and stay on the fringe, man.